and welcome to a brand new episode of Grind Forever, the PNB Podcast Network's number one show about RPG, the games we love. Why do we love them? How do we love them? Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, T.L. <laughs> Foster, and I am joined by, well, the other host of this show that we usually get guests on, and that's Mr. Dylan Tierney from... Hello, hello, youngster Dylan, as some may call me. It's definitely TL calls me. Uh, do you wear do you wear shorts and do you love your rotata? You know, I'm actually wearing shorts right now in my house. I'm wearing like nice like gym shorts. Uh, they are comfy and easy to wear, as I've heard. Mm. But how? So. What what rank is your rotata? Uh, master rank. He's level ninety one. He's got he's got endeavor and well no held items, so uh, he's kind of actually pretty crappy. Uh, I have a crappy level 91 Rattata. So yeah, we are talking about Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. This is the brand new Pokemon game that was released on Nintendo Systems uh, late last year in October of last year. October or November? November. It was November, November 22nd, I think. I wanted, it, was, it was right before Black Friday. It was like the week before all that stuff. Okay. So they had time to kind of capitalize on that. But yeah, this is, uh, you know, this this network, this show even, is not new to doing Pokemon episodes. In fact, this is the third Pokemon Red and Blue episode, if you count uh, Fire Red, Leaf Green, original Red and Blue. Um, Hell yeah, we've done three so, of these. Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> it, it's the gift that keeps on giving is the uh, Gen 1 Pokemon, apparently. Um, but there's enough. There's there's definitely enough worth talking about in Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu to sort of make it a whole episode about. And you know we're we're starting to revamp P and B for 2019. So what better way than to talk about not only the Pokemon game that we're kind of the most familiar with just by nature of how many times it's been out, but the Pokemon game that is also a bit of a refresher for the series as it transitions from handheld to console or whatever the weird hybrid the Switch is. So All right. Uh, so, I I think that's so. I think that's the 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 big thing about this uh, Pokemon Let's Go game is that it kind of eschews the Pokemon formula, as opposed to like changing how you battle, changing how you catch Pokemon, and not just in the catching aspect. But Dylan, there's Pokemon on my screen. <laughs> what? They're in the middle of your screen. So yes, this game, as the name sort of tells you, is very. It cribs a lot from Pokemon Go, the phone game from 2016. Um, mainly in catching wild Pokemon. So, and I'll get to, there's there's trappings around it too, not just, but when you're battling a Pokemon, you're actually not battling them. Um, you have the Pokemon right in front of you and you're trying to catch it a la Pokemon Go. And uh, if you're playing in tablet mode, you just kind of aim with the gyroscope and press a button. But if you're playing on the TV, you have to use one Joy-Con, can't use a Pro Controller or anything like that. Uh, you have to use a Joy-Con and throw it like a Pokeball item. Um, and, and the better your throw, the, the stronger your catch is going to be. Um, there's a bit of a gamification to the catching process. It's not just pressing A and letting your Ultra Ball go. Um, because a lot of this game is completely built around catching Pokemon. Like catching as many as you can, catching combos, catching to build XP. Because quite honestly, catching Pokemon gives you a lot more XP than fighting trainers. Um <clears throat> So it, it, it definitely is the main focus of the game, is catching Pokemon in this way. So Well, does it do the XP like in the Sun and Moon, where if you catch Pokemon in Sun and Moon, you get XP for the whole group? Is that kind of the same way it does the XP? Yes, the yes. You can turn that off. It's the experience share. 
Um, but catching still does give XP. That is just what I think that's what they're going for from now on. I think that's a smart change that they, they did have in Sun and Moon and they're keeping in this game. Because otherwise it would be very, very difficult to level up Pokemon. So. Right. Um, so, I think everybody wants to know, did you choose a Charmander? Or if he, oh, no, you no, can't. You, you cannot. You are, your, your starter Pokemon is determined on what game you got, be Pikachu or Eevee. Um, and I got Let's Go Eevee. Uh, I don't know why, I just kind of did. I heard this game's pretty easy, but I heard that using Eevee is a little bit more difficult than using Pikachu, because Pikachu just has type moves, special exclusive moves for, like, every single type. Like, it, it, th these are, like, your Scratchy Scalies or your Wispy Waspies or whatever they're called. Like, they're just incredibly strong moves that only your starter Pokemon can use. And you know what I actually ended up doing was that I just boxed Eevee anyway, because I'm like, you know what? I know this is going to be a little easier than most Pokemon games, but I want to have a little bit of a challenge. So I boxed that Eevee. Um... So you did the, you did like kind of like your own like kind of version of another. Yeah, yeah, and 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 once I talk about how you actually encounter Pokemon, I think there's ways you could do a Nuzlocke, um, in the the frame of Pokemon Let's Go, and I might actually try that. But um, I was just I was in a similar mindset of Nuzlocke of giving myself completely my own choice to, uh, a more difficult experience, technically, um, and it was tough in some spots. You know, like that the Eevee and Pikachu are meant to kind of steamroll you through the game. And boy, if you play co-op, it's even easier. It is just—it is a, a laughable cakewalk. It's all two v one battles and like just completely overwhelming your opponent. It, there's like no—it's like almost the inverse of like the double battles you have in like Ruby and Sapphire, right? Where you walk up and it's like those two twins. You're like, "Hey, we're gonna fight you." It's like the inverse. Now you're like going up to like youngster Joey. It's like. You motherfucker talking about shorts? Get out of here, kid. Let's go. Yeah, like, I'm, Let's a, I'm go. a, I'm a pants man. Get out of here. No, but, um, and the thing is, like, they don't even throw out two Pokemon at a time, though. They'll only still throw out one Pokemon. You have two. They have one. It's... That seems unfair. It, it's, it's very unfair. Like, co-op is definitely meant for you to, like, have your little kid cousin or, like, just somebody who, who's never played a Pokemon game be your player, too. Um, can you co-op the Elite Four? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, like, oh. if, if you choose to, you can negate all the challenge. And here's the thing, you could also just do what I did uh, for, like, I think one of the gyms gave me trouble. I forget which one. I think it might have been Koga, because I didn't have any fucking fire types or flying types at the time. Um, and just have the two, the second player, and you just put both your Joy-Cons in the little Joy-Con sleeve, and, like, everything's done that way. You know, everything's always uniform. Your catches are always stronger with two people, like... Co-op's built into the game to make it a bit easier and codified, but it's still it's it's still exploitable with one person. So I had to limit that extremely. Wow. Yeah, it's it's not it's not um, balanced particularly well, but I don't think it was meant to be. I think co-op was meant to be this sort of like baby's first Pokemon mode. That's where that comes from. Right. It was just supposed to be fun. It was just like a hey, we're gonna pick this up and and play a little. Right. Pokemon right. It's totally today. optional. Although I did actually cheese a couple legendaries by having two players because, like I said, if you throw two Pokeballs at once, they combine it to one, like, stronger Pokeball or something. Um, because you can co-op with the Pokemon catching as well. But it costs two balls per throw, so you gotta... It, it, it's expensive. I've never had less money in a Pokemon game because I'm constantly buying Ultra Balls. 
I just I just thought you would have enough point like like most of the Pokemon games where you have way more Pokeballs than you actually would No, need. in this game, like because you're catching you're trying to catch so many Pokemon because it doesn't end with just catching one Pokemon. Uh, you end up going through a lot of Pokeballs. Like the the point of of catching Pokemons in these chains is that you'll get stronger Pokemon in uh, of the same Pokemon if you keep catching them, or you'll encounter rarer Pokemon, and if you break the chain, you'll get that rarer Pokemon. So, like, I could be fighting these bunch of drowsies and a fucking haunter could show up, you know, for example. Like, if you're looking for something a little stronger, that's where they appear. Is in these is in the middle of these common Pokemon chains. Um, and right. Th there's, there's some different parameters and rules to it. Like, if you run away, that doesn't break the chain. But if the Pokemon runs away, like in Pokemon Go, uh, that does break the chain. So there's a, there's a lot of little touches to the, the catching system. I, I honestly don't hate it. I think it's fine. Definitely keep it in these Let's Go games and, and leave the uh, sort of original kind of style catching to the core Pokemon games. But if that's if this is how they want to do remakes going forward, I don't mind that. Like, Because the next remake on the right. docket is Gen 4, and it's like, if you wanted to remake the other games first, I like those other games more. So I'd be totally fine if you wanted to do Let's Go Johto. You know, like, Let's Go fucking Togepi. Whatever they want to do. Um, but... So I was talking about the the core battling. The battling is is pretty cut and paste. Uh, Pokemon Go. But encountering Pokemon is a first for the series where they aren't mm. wild encounters in that they're not random encounters. You don't walk and then oh here it is. The the Pokemon appear in the overworld and you can choose to encounter them. Um, and some of them you know they move fast and are frenetic, so they'll hit you if you're not you know being careful. But if you're just in a cave, if you're in rock tunnel and don't want to fight Zubats, you never have to fight a Zubat. Like I, I and I great. think that is is fantastic. So do you? Can you see the Zubat? Like I obviously yes. you can see the Zubat, but like, do you need like Flash to be able to maneuver through like Rock Tunnel? Or you do, moon? but it's uh instead of HMs, like they got rid of HMs and Sun and Moon, but it's even more streamlined now. Where Eevee or Pikachu, even if they're not in your party, will just right. learn these techniques. You know, they'll learn Surf pretty much. They'll learn Flash. They'll learn all this kind of stuff. So that you can see the whole cave, and yeah, you can just avoid... If you don't want to fight any wild Pokemon, you pretty much just choose not to. I, right. I really like this change. Like, I, I... And I've been on the record as as saying I don't mind random encounters. I don't think they're that much of a problem, because a lot of times games give you outs and, you know, ways not to deal with it. But I, right. I really like this approach to Pokemon. If if they take anything from, the, from Let's Go and put it into the main Pokemon games, I think this is it. I think this should be how you encounter Pokemon from here on out. Because, like, the thing is about wild Pokemon battles is they're brainless. Like, you're you're just using Thundershock on Eevee to get away anyway. Like, there's no there's no reason for them to be around. There's no strategy. There's no... You're not smart about it. And that's, like... And people were complaining about how, oh, casual or simplified it was um, as it was coming out. Like, so do you really think that using False Swipe and putting him to sleep is, like, some kind of big brain tactic? Like, is it really that... that you know, overbearingly smart, that crazy. Oh, I'm I'm gonna be a t tactical genius. Like, oh, this move that puts into one HP. Like, no, it's not really that crazy. Like, having this this poke, this catching system, which I think needs some refinement, but it's still pretty all right. Like, that's right. it's no less brain dead, and it's it's fine. I think it's totally fine. Um. So how how do the how do the gyms? And the actual player battles fair. They are they are straight up traditional Pokemon battles. They are in Gen One 
rules. So there's no held items, no abilities, no... I think there's natures. There's, they, they keep a couple of things. Um, and then they keep certain moves like play rough and, you know, some, some moves that would make sense in Generation 1 sort of style. Um, like they keep the fairy types and the dark types and steel types, for example. Um, but mm-hmm. but battling is traditional Pokemon battles. You know, you fight a Pokemon, knock their HP to zero, rinse and repeat. Um, it's pretty pretty straightforward Pokemon battles. But like I said, with Gen 1 trappings, where, you know, in Fire Red Leaf Green, they modernized it to where you'd have natures, items, all that stuff. Uh, there's a minimalistic approach to Let's Go that I actually don't mind. I, I think it's fine. It's nice to know that Magnemite will get hit by a ground move for the first time in, like, you know... 15, 16, 17 years. Because there's no levitate. So, yeah, I, I I think it's, uh... I don't know. Calling it a bold choice might give a wrong impression. Like, oh, like, less is more. Like, they're, they're, they're being rewarded for kind of stripping away the intricacies of Pokemon. But it was never that intricate. Once you knew what was there, like I said before, it wasn't that complicated. It was pretty, pretty straightforward. But they've just kind of gone and... And made it a lot more like the old Red and Blue, and that's technically Pokemon Yellow remake. Because mm-hmm. Team Rocket is there, kind of just goofing off. Sadly, Meowth does not talk, but that's canon to Pokemon Yellow, where their Meowth did not talk. Um, but Team Rocket shows up just to fuck around uh, a, f- a few certain key points. So, they made Giovanni kind of not a... He ma- they made him not as much of an evil man. Like, uh... He shudders Team Rocket at the end because it's like, well, I lost. I lost a kid three times. Like, I can't. I can't show my face in public. Like, we're just gonna shut this operation down. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go away now. You know. Um, he's not as much just like cartoon villain as he was. Uh, well, on the cartoon, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty solid. The the trainer battles how they're framed. I think that uh, a lot of trainers have three of the same Pokemon for some reason, and that's kind of boring. Um. Like, literally, a guy will just have three Rattatas or three Diglets or, you know, three Sand Slashes for no reason. I'm like, can't you just give them something different? Like, there's 151 of these guys. You could probably throw in, a, like, have the guy have a Vulpix and then, like, a, a Clefairy or something, you know? Like, not three Vulpixes in a row. But besides that little nitpick, I think it's fine. I, I think it's totally... I, I think it's a good interpretation of old Pokemon modernized. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm super glad about you know it being kind of a different uh, way of look how they did Pokemon. Um, what is your what was your current team makeup? All right, so I had um, I had a Rapidash for a long time because, and I'll just go into this. Um, you, they have rideable Pokemon. Like you can just have instead of having a bike, you just have Pokemon you can ride. Certain Pokemon will either be behind you or you can just ride on top of them. And I had a Rapidash for a long time because. Rabidash is like a Pokemon that was the mock bike. Um, it's, it was just really nice to have it around. Um, but Rabidash is also pretty solid, just Pokemon in general. So um, by the end of the game, my final team makeup was Gyarados, Rapidash, uh, Jolteon, because I got a second Eevee. Um, and Jolteon's actually really solid. Um, Alolan Ninetales... Because in uh, all the Pokemon centers, uh, all the Pokemon that have Alolan forms, you can just trade with them to get the Alolan form. Um, oh, who else was there? I want to say Dugtrio, regular Dugtrio. And uh, a shiny Dragonite, because I had shiny Dratini in Pokemon Go. So I just felt, I felt like bringing them over. 
Um, so yeah, a very well-balanced team, kind of on the boring side. But I mean, I, I kind of just wanted to blast through the Elite Four because the real challenge stuff happens a lot after the Elite Four. Um, but it was it was nice, kind of just finding a good good vibe with Pokemon. Like people are very intrinsically familiar with the old Pokemon games with red, blue, and yellow, um, and having that sort of sort of minimalism compared to the newer Pokemon games is nice to just build your team around because it's like there's not a bevy of fire types to really choose from you know you got you got charizard and then you have like rapidash arcanine and that might be it for most right. of the fire types you know a magmar you know um but it was nice just to have a bit like it felt like a breeze it felt like a cakewalk it was nice just to kind of see this old game sort of modernized in a lot of crucial ways so <clears throat> But um, there's so many little touches in this game that I really like, too. Uh, they let you... If, if you traded a Pokemon, you can still change its name. And you can just change its name from the Pokemon menu. You don't have to go to a name raider or a name anythinger. Um, you can just change your name whenever you want. I like as many times as you want. I think that's a really nice small touch. I, I like just having that option as soon as I catch a Pokemon... Like, oh, I don't like this name, actually. Like, after you complete the name, like, oh, I don't like him. Like, and you don't have to fly to the guy's house and just be like, hey, change his name. Oh, wait, he's from another trainer. You can't do that. It, it, it's, I don't know. It's I think it's a really nice small touch. And it's a game full of those small, nice touches, for sure. Right. No, I mean, it, that's, that's really good. I just, I, I'm surprised they didn't try to kind of make, you know, Different, like, you know, kind of expand some of the different type Pokemon. Like, even with the new Alolan forms, right? Like, you, can, can you get Alolan Ma uh, Marowak in the game? Yes, you can. Okay. For sure. It's not, they're not, like, they don't seem very lore-dependent. Like, you know, that you still have that, that plot with in Lavender Town with the Cubone and uh, Marowak and stuff. Like, that doesn't really tie into there at all. Um, so it's almost like a reference and not much so much as, like these Pokemon now exist in Kanto or whatever. But right. I, I conversely, I don't know why they didn't just have like, well, just let Magmar evolve into Magmortar. Let Electabuzz evolve into Electivire. Like, let these Gen 4, Gen 3 like, further evolutions. You could just bring them in and you don't have to bring in any of the other Sinnoh Pokemon. You know? Like, you, you, you could totally do that. I kind of wish you did. Well, I mean, you gotta hold up for like, let's go Lucario. Yeah, let's go, let's go Lucario. Let's go Darkrai. I don't know. Let's go Shinx. Shinx. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of wouldn't mind Shinx to be honest. I, I I really like Luxray, even if it's not a strong electric type. But point being, they um they opted, and they also do have Mega Evolutions, uh, for certain Pokemon. And because there's no held items, there's just a menu key item that is the Mega Stone. Um, there's just a little menu by the Pokemon that are like, here's what you should do, and like, yeah, just do it whenever you want. Like, it's not a held item. Um, and in Charizard's case, you literally just have two buttons instead of one. Same thing with Mewtwo. It's very, it's, it was kind of, I felt a little inorganic at first, but I'm like, yeah, this is fine. It's funny, it's, it's almost, I'd say imbalanced for like a competitive thing, because like, you can just flip between Charizard and uh, X and Charizard Y, like, whenever you want, when you send them out. Like, you, you don't know, you probably wouldn't know what to expect. That's why I think that's pretty cool. So, but be, again, because there's no abilities, like, well, Charizard Y doesn't have Drought, so why do I really want Charizard Y? <laughs> Drought's so strong and makes Fire Move so much stronger, but Charizard X has that Dragon Fire type, which is pretty crazy. Um, 
but yeah, that 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 is kind of like most of the other changes to the game are more on the smaller nature of things. Like how you catch shiny Pokemon has been changed. They've changed the formula a bit and tied it into those chain like catching a Pokemon a bit more. Um, <clears throat> and let's see that there is post game. I think it's actually the worst part of the game. If you've watched the if you watch the completionist video on Let's Go, you oh, know well, exactly you're what I'm talking about is that you have to fight these quote unquote master trainers, and they have one. Po I mean, you can't fight them unless you have the same Pokemon. Like you have to be a master of all 150 Pokemon by having your Pokemon fight their Pokemon. And I'm saying Pokemon an awful lot, but like for example, a guy has a Rattata, level fucking 77 Rattata, and you have to fight him with just your Rattata. Uh, well, I mean, you could do a Rattata. Well, like, you could have Rattata in the front and then switch set. out. Yes, that is true. Well, but he has, but he also has a good move set. Like you can, like Hyper Fang, Super Fang, like, those are good. Those are good normal type moves. But it's just such. A I was slog. thinking, like, Ugh. what if you had to do a Rattata? I mean, uh, the Magikarp Master versus the other Magikarp. Yeah, you're gonna master. be struggling an awful lot, both literally and in Pokemon language. Like you literally just have to struggle. You have to splash for twenty turns. Like it's it's not a fun post game. I think it's an in, in concept. It's cool, but you also have to f fucking track them down individually. Like they're just throughout Kanto. And granted, Kanto's not a huge region. It's not you know particularly difficult to locate them. But it's just like great. I have to go here. Fuck. I have to first catch a Tangela, level it up to the the fucking mid seventies, and then or I guess you technically don't have to. But the idea is that you're facing your Tangela against their Tangela, or whatever it is. Um, but I that was probably the least satisfying part of the game. Um, there's there's small other things you can do in the post-game, like Green shows up in the post-game, and Green is the girl uh, from Leaf Green. Um, now, they're not going full Pokemon alternate reality dimensions thing. Green is just a friend of Red and Blue's, um, who's probably one of the strongest fighters in the game by a long shot. Um, you, you actually get her after you catch Mewtwo. And she'll just be in Mewtwo's spot, like, <laughs> you have to come back here. Um, but I don't know, that's a nice little touch. That's a cool little thing. Like, they didn't have to do that. They could have just put red there, you know? Like, they could have done anything, but they chose to add green as a sort of, like, new protagonist character. And I think I really like that. Yeah. So, but your character is not, is neither red, blue, nor green. No, 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 no. Uh... It's a, it's, so you're redoing, you're doing the events of red and blue, um, but you are not red nor blue, you know, you are a, a new protagonist character, and, uh, I, I think red and blue had done their journey a few years ago, but it's different because, hey, there's no Team Rocket shenanigans really during their stuff, like, there's no, like, the, the Elite Four is still pretty carved in stone in terms of who's, who's the, like, they, like, the Elite Four is actually a brand new institution in uh, Let's Go because, like, they don't have a champion yet. You know, they're looking for, like, they've had the Elite Four, they're looking for the champion. Um, so is it kind of like going over the story, like, kind of how, like, with Aloha, they were trying to figure out how they were going to do that because they didn't have a champion either? It's a little bit like that, um, but I'd say it's done just a bit more simply in the game. I think it's uh, done a bit more just to be like, yeah, your rival, your friendly rival, you're you're basically like Diet Blue has been uh, been telling you this whole time, and he's the champion and stuff, and it's like, yeah, it's fine. I it wasn't really compelling or like shocking 
even, but they don't like rotate, you know, champions or anything like they did in in uh, Sun and Moon, which I thought was pretty cool. They don't do that here though, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting that like oh, blue and red are kind of established figures already, but it's like they're not the blue and red you remember either. Um, they're right. still probably going to rock the same or similar teams, but they they also kind of tie it into the the newer games. Like they have. Oh, when you beat the Elite Four, Blue decides that's when he's going to become the gym leader of of uh, Verdian City, because like Giovanni's out, obviously. Um, so yeah, like that's uh, uh, the post game kind of stops there. There's online play, but it's very limited. Uh, I kind of thought Sun and Moon's online was a bit of a clusterfuck. You had to go to this weird hub world with like confusing menus. Um, compared to Gen 6's stuff where it was integrated into, integrated into your just existing menus, online was. Uh, mm. I think I think X and Y had fantastic online play, and Sun and Moon was a step back in almost every way possible. But this goes back to that simplicity, but again, because it's Gen 1, it's like way more simplified. You know, you kind of only have the like level 50 battle, level 100 battle. You can do single or doubles because, you know, Pokemon loves to push the double battles a lot, actually. Um, so that does change things a bit, but it's a bit, it's a bit too, it's a bit too streamlined. And I think they'd add more to it if they were to continue on with the Pokemon Let's Go series. But I don't know. I, I, I think it's, it's fine. I think it's a step up from Sun and Moons because I just really didn't like Sun and Moons online infrastructure at all. So. Yeah. Uh, I, as, as people who kind of done, like we done like a lot of training and stuff. With Sun and Moon, it's super not good. No, it's 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 really not fleshed out the way it should be, and it's too it's too stuffed with nonsense bullshit. I'd say, um, in a way that just sort of makes me not want to do it. And they've they've made things super streamlined in this game. Like I know they're gonna if they do this again, I feel very strongly they're gonna make another one of these Let's Go games. Um, that hey, they'll introduce they'll introduce. Oh no, it eggs, it's sold. You know. Yeah, it's sold like hotcakes, so there's no way they're doing right. Exactly, like it's it's a right. it, people have as much reverence for Gen two as Gen one. I'd say Gen three is when people start stop having that level of rever reverence. But I mean, you know, people my age still have a ton of nostalgia for Generation three for sure. Like that is their game, you know, and that was the first one I got a super large amount of time into, like hundreds of hours kind of time. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it, it'll be interesting to see how they go forward with the Let's Go series. I I like it a great deal. You know, and I'd just gotten off of playing some more, like, high-end, complicated stuff. Yeah, like, and I... Uh, what was I playing at the time? I think, like, World of Final Fantasy. Which, ironically, is kind of like Final Fantasy Pokemon. But, um... And we could do an episode on that game later. That... Oh, it'll be very... I want to find somebody just as passionate about it as me, but that's going to be very hard to find. Yeah. Um, but, back to Pokemon. Um, they also, like I said before, integrated it with Pokemon Go... Uh, instead of a safari zone, all of Fisha City is pretty much like a Pokemon habitat. And then instead of the safari zone, you have Go Park, where you connect it to your Pokemon Go accounts, import Pokemon from there. Um, I think it's a very, it's pretty seamless. Like all you can piece of crap for the most part, just going from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, here's a mini game where you have to fling a fucking slingshot Pokeball at these Pokemon to get them. Um, but all you do is just think you, you dump your Pokemon Go Pokemon, it's a Go Park, and then you just catch them. Normally. Totally normal catching rules and routines. Like, that's all you have to do. Um, and get the Insta-catch. Yeah, you got it. You got it. 
<laughs> um, but it's, uh, it, it's a little, like, if a Pokemon runs away in Go Park, they're not going to be gone for good, which isn't the norm in Pokemon Encounters. So, like, you're going to get them eventually. It's just a matter of time for the most part. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think there's a lot of charm to be had in Pokemon Let's Go. I think people, like, I was very much, I, I wasn't, like, total asshole about it, but I'm just like, all right, it's a Pokemon game that's really not for me, and that's fine. But when I played it, I'm actually like, you know what? This is actually, this is for me. Like, this is a good game. Like, people shouldn't skip out on it because they think it's some inferior casual product or something. Like, if you want to stroll down memory lane and play Red and Blue again, I I think this is the definitive way to do it. It's not as technically proficient as something like Fire Red and Leaf Green where, you know, there's a lot of abilities and items and stuff. But that's not what they're going for with this game. They're definitely trying to cater to the nostalgic audience, you know. Yep. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I def, definitely think we, you should definitely check out Pokemon Let's Go. I have not yet, uh, and I definitely want to. Uh, but uh, there's also po Pokemon 2019 that's coming out, and that's going to be a whole, <sighs> can't wait for that. Um, so yeah, this is, like I said, this was our first kind of episode back with Grind Forever. I think we should be, I think we should do one soon dylan talking about oh, the boy. uh the different rpgs of 2019 what we're looking forward to oh like a, a a year not a year in review but like a year in preview yes sure I, i'm done for that sure we should definitely do that all right but yeah for dylan tyranny uh dylan uh give us your social links sure of course my social link go i can be found on twitter at tyranny uh you can follow uh, the podcast on Twitter at PNBcast. Follow TL at Travis L. Foster. Um, keep up to date with all things PNB and our new plans, like a new anime show. You're going to have to hear some of the sad stuff that led into that, but um, it'll lead to somewhere good. Follow those updates on patreon.com slash PNB. That's where you're going to hear them first, and that's where we're going to sort of test a few new ideas that we at the PNB Network have because we are back, baby. Yes, we are back. It's February. Uh, and we're back on our BS, as they say. Ah, so I like it. Uh, yeah, make sure you're following us. Uh, and yeah, I'm also going to be on VGA this week. So on the Laser Time thing. Network, VGA Game Apocalypse, talking about Smash Brothers again. I assume because that's apparently no. your beat. That's who you are. You're Actually, it's I'm not anymore. Did you not hear the episode where they brought somebody in? They brought somebody in to do the Smash Brothers. So now. I am the Kingdom Hearts lore meister. Oh, um, lore Walker Trev. Lore Walker TL. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> In the beginning, there was the Keyblade War. To oh, forge God. the Keyblade, uh, that is with an X, or, or the Chi Blade, or the So Key if his Blade. name is Xehanort, does that imply that he has a name like without an X that he was before? Well, no. So Xehanort is oh, no. Xehanort from the future. <laughs> But he's also from the past. Dream Drop Distance was a mistake. All these games were a mistake. <laughs> and I'm loving three. But not Pokemon. But not Pokemon. Not Pokemon. For sure. uh, gonna be probably a bit before we do another Pokemon episode. But obviously when Gen 8 stuff gets announced, we might do a little talk on here. Kind of change up a little bit of how yes. Grand Forever operates in terms of breaking news and stuff. Because, hey, Pokemon is a franchise that is near and dear to both TL and Mice Hearts. So, Absolutely. And hey, me and Dylan are kind of doing like I'm not sure if he's still doing it, and I kind of took it a break from it. But we've been doing these Nuzlocke runs, uh, and it's made me love Furfru, a Pokemon I literally never thought about, 
now whips so much ass, and it's a good Pokemon. For sure, for sure. I, I kind of fell off, but I mean, I, I still have my 3DS ripping and ready to go, so I can hop on that wagon anytime I want. Um, right. But for TL and myself, have a good one. <laughs>